You heard anything about the new Yorgos Lanthimos film? No. Okay. No, nothing. I wanted to talk it. about it because okay. Unless it's the Civil War one, he no poor things. The A twenty four thing, poor things. Yeah. No, I don't know anything about it. I've seen so many people speaking highly of poor things, but yeah. I feel weird about it because it's. It's another sexual liberation story of a woman written and directed by men. And I hesitate to think that those can be done well. You're the one to uh, know inauthenticity about. It's true. I am, I, am, I am the arbiter of quality for women's sexual liberation. As someone who's done it several times, you I've liberated <laughs> so many women. <laughs> you would not believe. I've planted my flag in so many places <laughs> in the name of liberty. And listeners, what he means by that is <laughs> he just has sex while watching Liberty's kids. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? Wahey to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us doesn't like it and the other one caused it. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? No, I don't know. Oh, I vaguely remember. Liberty Kids? Liberty Kids, yeah. This is a game show where one of us quizzes the other on movies that they have not seen. I am your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host, the Child of Liberty. <laughs> Wes? If you're not familiar with how the show works, go back to the first episode of this season and we'll talk about it in more detail because we didn't remember how the show worked. Hell, go back to, yeah, the first episode of the series. You can't. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> if you would like to access the first episode of the series... Send us an email at showmethemoviespod at gmail.com. When we didn't know how email worked. Nope. Back when I didn't know how email worked. Uh, Last week I quizzed Wesley on the movie What If, also known as The F Word. Wes woke up at 6 o'clock this morning to watch that movie. I woke up at 5.45. Oh my god! <laughs> you went to bed at earliest at midnight. I woke up at 5.45 to put Polly in her room to eat. I fell back as... She has a special eating room? Yeah, because the boys will try and eat her food. <laughs> I went to sleep on the couch for maybe an hour. And then I woke up and watched the movie. <laughs> the ideal conditions to watch this movie. I would say better conditions to watch this movie than Palm Springs. Yeah. 
I yesterday I pulled a similar stunt, but I watched a Nat Geo documentary about the uh, the guy who tried to get to that one island off the coast of India that no has like a tribe of people that's had no contact for like hundreds of years. Oh, I've heard of, heard of that. Yeah, yeah, and tried to evangelize them. Man, why can't anyone just go there to hang out? You, everyone should watch it. It's called The Mission. It's on Disney Plus, but it's a it's a sad story, but also there's just some wild and crazy moments in it. <laughs> like the Wait. What? Are there two wild and crazy guys? It's Steve Martin <laughs> going to evangelize the party lifestyle. I would watch that movie. But <laughs> <laughs> Steve, if you're listening, there's still time. <laughs> there, there's one moment where they're talking about how he prepared for it, and like the I I've known about the story since it happened, and I thought he was just some loner just trying to do it, but like he had like organizations prepping him on how to try and make first contact, and one of the preparation techniques they did was to have him go to a park with some other people who would they would essentially larp <laughs> doing first contact the, so, so the knowing other nothing the park, about the culture yeah i was gonna say knowing nothing about the culture their their like, language speak, yeah. <laughs> nothing let let me a person who pretty much knows you personally <laughs> speaks your language knows your culture let me pretend to not know any of that absolutely wild uh, wild documentary all the more reason that we need to make this steve martin movie i think we should uh <laughs> get a pitch together you look so concerned you are looking off screen at something <laughs> it's so distracting because you look worried I'm watching. I just watched Takara steal batteries from me. Okay. For for all listeners, my desktop is run by twenty four double A batteries. <laughs> so we only have so much time to record this episode now that two yeah. have been removed. <laughs> my storage bags are being depleted. <laughs> Last week, I quizzed Wesley on the movie What If, also called The F Word. At the end of this episode, he'll be quizzing me on Rye Lane, which is the newest of all the movies that we're covering. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's go over his answers. If you're not sure how the show works, there are spoilers abound, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Wesley, I started with true or false. True or false, Daniel Radcliffe plays Wallace, an American living in Toronto. No, he's British. Yep. I don't know the last time I've heard Daniel Radcliffe do an American accent. Um. Yeah, I can't remember either. Come on, Daniel. All... Danny, <laughs> you can do it. I've watched everything you've done. Do an American accent. Stop being, stop American being so authentic. Do it fake. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone with the name Wallace, they're, odds are they're from Britain. So, 
Odds are they were born at some point when Wallace and Gromit was huge. <laughs> Anyone named Wallace is named after the claymation character created by Nick Park. And you know what? It kind of lines up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it does. It does. Wallace and Gromit oh, came out right. in like 1989. Daniel Radcliffe. I'm willing to bet he was Daniel born around there. Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe was also born in 1989. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit first release. I'm pretty sure. Grand Day Out started in 1989. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're telling me that the Radcliffes were just really on the ball and they were like, this is going to take off. We have to name <laughs> Not Our Son <laughs> after this. <laughs> Our son's gonna love cheese. <laughs> oh, who doesn't? We forgot the crackers. One day, Wes, you and I are gonna eat the moon. Hmm. What a glorious day it will be. It'll go right to your thighs, and then you'll blow and up. And then you'll blow up. <laughs> you may not like it, folks, but Squidward in that episode of SpongeBob is the peak mm-hmm. male form. I've told you before that my family's TV for years had this feature on the remote where you could screen capture what was on the screen. And then there would be like a little image of what you captured on the corner of the screen. So picture in picture, but bad. (laughs) Yeah. And it would disappear whenever you turned the channel or like Mm -hmm. turned the volume on. I don't know what the point of the feature was, but I always used it on Spongebob like stills <laughs> like when the they did like the grotesque yeah. paintings and then it would be a challenge to see how long i could keep it on the screen <laughs> <laughs> record four days <laughs> true or false shantry is excited for wallace to meet her boyfriend ben i feel like this one's a debatable one yeah <laughs> It's kind of unclear because she doesn't introduce him for quite a while. And then it kind of just seems like, oh, here's my friend. I read it not as excitement, but something that she had to do. Especially because of the part where she was going to text Wallace, I want you to meet Ben. And then deleted it and just said, you should come over for dinner. I don't know. I don't. I didn't get the implication that she had to do it either. I just felt like it was like, "Oh, you're my friend. You should come over." I think there was a lot more emotional weight to it for her, as I imagine there would be for a real life person. We'll get into that later. Yeah, (laughs) we'll get into emotions later. (laughs) Let's stick to the facts. True or false, Daniel Radcliffe's roommate, Alan, says that you can only eat poop once. I just want to talk about uh, Adam Driver's wonderful performance in this movie as a huge piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, well, no, he's he's perfectly fine, except for that one prank he and his wife pulled. Yeah. But otherwise, he's just a character with a big personality. And it just you know furthers my... Uh, 
feelings lately that I think Adam Driver is my favorite male actor currently. I, I am it... completely I I'm completely okay with agreeing with that. <laughs> I just think I think that Adam Driver could do anything that he is placed in. But I also think he's discerning enough to know where he would shine. Mm. But I mean that's what Juilliard would fucking do for an actor. Yeah. That's what war would do to a man. <laughs> oh yeah, because he is a he's a veteran, yeah, right? Serving in Iraq, I think. Have you seen Logan Lucky yet? No. I've only oh. seen the first one, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second one is the sex romp sequel, Logan Gets Lucky. Because <laughs> we've never seen Wolverine have sex before. <laughs> no, only kiss. You're forgetting Wesley in X-Men Origins Wolverine. We watch him have a mind-bending sex sequence, <laughs> not unlike Fight Club. I have been re-watching the X-Men movies with Rigoletto lately, and we skipped over X-Men Origins Wolverine. Boo. Boo. I've seen it more than enough times in my Boo. life. I do not need to see it again and remember Boo. anything. Anyway, uh, Alan says that you can only eat poop once. Uh, if you yeah. eat it again, it would be so toxic that you would die. Mm-hmm. And he unveils this information, of course, in the bleachers of a children's karate tournament. Yes, where his wife then brings them beer. <laughs> <laughs> True or false, this movie's time passage montages use an ugly butterfly woman animation. <laughs> Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, this is like it's. I kept thinking, like Shantri, I'm so sorry, but your animation skills will no longer be needed in a few <laughs> years when indie movies move on. This is a move beyond this aesthetic. <laughs> when people finally learn that indie movies don't have to look fucking disgusting. <laughs> Or like a child doodling in a notebook. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember watching like the first couple scenes of this movie and going, oh, well, this is like a nice kind of quirky comedy. And then that part happens and I'm like, Ugh, gross. Man, it did make me think, you know what? Venom 2 did this better. <laughs> <laughs> It really did, though. I really like that part in Venom 2. <laughs> That's the best part of that movie, and you just made me remember it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a blemish on an otherwise all right movie for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, true or false? I thought that you would like this one, and I included it specifically for you. Chantry celebrates her victories with patronizing Queen's waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had said true, but you were wrong. No, it's uh, victory clasp. Yep, she does the same thing as you. Yeah. I saw it and was like, hey, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I even know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. Relatable. <laughs> Bumped it up from fine to good for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what did it. And then this one, uh, probably more debatable than it should be. Uh, true or false, a person of color will have more than two lines. 
I'm struggling to remember a person of color in this movie. (laughs) There is the uh, delegate from Argentina. Oh. (laughs) Who, I'm like, is that a white woman (laughs) pretending to be Argentinian? Yeah. Just because... We're uh, we're stumbling into uh, a identity issue for many hispanic people <laughs> yeah and then just just, <laughs> just because i wrote that question uh forgetting about that character i'm gonna give you a point to avoid any further discussion <laughs> you're gonna have to give I me two because i'm gonna start talking <laughs> how many points do i have to give you before you stop discussing colorism <laughs> All right, Wesley, moving out of the true or false section, you have received a grand total of two points. Mm. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) See if I care. (laughs) You will. You're already mad. Why are you mad? Chill out, dude. Chill out, bro. I'm not mad. I'm just straining to poop right now. (laughs) Wes records most of these episodes on the toilet. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like RBG and uh, that one COVID hearing. RBG's IBS. Yeah. Sorry, I'm about to burp, but it won't come out. I had a burger for breakfast. (laughs) It's pretty crazy to have. I went to a brunch place and they had something called a breakfast burger. (laughs) But it's just a burger. (laughs) It's just a burger. (laughs) It's just a burger with Munster cheese and uh, linguisa sausage. (laughs) the tiniest trickle of thousand island and spinach Hmm. oh and i had an egg it's like my sister whenever we go to brunch she just looks for the lunch items (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i've been to that restaurant a bunch of times like around noon this is the first time i've gone where i'm like no burger (laughs) the earliest i've ever been there 6 a.m yeah i felt unwell (laughs) Reminds me of when I was a kid and I learned that there's a breakfast cutoff time at McDonald's. Or there's a there's a lunch start time, I should say, because we stopped at a McDonald's on my way to my grandma's and we got there at like 9.30 or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll have a burger. And they're like, child, we do not serve. <laughs> Oh, I found that out way late in life. I was living in Chicago at the time. <laughs> I was like, I really wanted a burger, but it was like 1045. <laughs> and they were like, no, we don't have those yet. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Should have gone to the Henry Vila Zoo. I once yeah. had a burger there at 9 a.m. <laughs> So, listeners, uh, if you could just go ahead and send us an email telling me where I can get a burger the earliest in the day. <laughs> be pretty great. Moving on to multiple choice. Uh, what is the first step of Wallace and Chantry's meet cute? You'd incorrectly said that it would be a car accident. Yeah, no, it's um, refrigerator magnets. Yeah, uh... What drew me to this movie is that these two characters have the exact same meet-cute as me and my wife. Yeah, okay. I didn't even think about that, despite how often I heard that story (laughs) a mere (laughs) month ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
almost two months ago at this point. Yeah. December has flown by to me. Yeah. Christmas will be here soon. Christmas time is here. Oh, hey. Where uh, are you, Christmas? Christmas. My, my favorite part about uh, Home Alone 2 is that they have a scary instrumental version of Where Are You Christmas? Do they really? I thought that song was made for the Grinch. Am I thinking of... I'm thinking of the Home Alone song instead. <laughs> I'm thinking of... There's a candle in the window. Star, candle. Star yeah. shining in the <laughs> the kid waving down yes <laughs> iconic <laughs> i've been that kid for halloween many years in a row <laughs> nobody gets it i was gonna say the One... contrary everyone everyone spots it <laughs> sick dying kid in window <laughs> What was that ill child from Pomelo 2? <laughs> Rad, dude. <laughs> You're killing it. This, this is perfect for our episode that's coming out the closest to Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But nothing like the episode that we will record on Christmas. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> 11 p.m. Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. Next ep- next week's episode is just going to be me and Wes singing "Candle in the Window." <laughs> We're both going to be dressed in like blue scrub like pajamas, mm-hmm. but you won't know, listeners. <laughs> it's just for us. It's our first video podcast, <laughs> and by that it means we're just going to do it our old podcast way of just posting the audio on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, YouTube has a bunch of like just podcasts that run on YouTube now. Whatever, because you can live stream. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you could say we pioneered it, but I don't think they would let us say that. And I'm positive we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my most interesting question: Where does Chantry's boyfriend Ben move for work? You were just wrong. You said Montreal. Yeah, Dublin. Oh, that reminds me. I have seen the actor who played Ben in like something else. I don't remember what. But the entire time I was watching it this next, most recently, I was like, this feels like a normal Connor O'Malley. Mm, I didn't get that vibe. I But I also recognized him from something and I had no idea where and then I forgot to look it up. No. I he thought he is... kind of looked like um, Dane Cook. I can kind of see that without the gelled up hair. Yeah, my without all the hair product. only has gelled up hair. <laughs> yeah. Doing the Sufi. <laughs> I should have said Dane Cook in uh, the Steve Carell romance movie. Which one is that again? Dan in real life. Dan in real life. The one I hate. I hate that movie so Which much. I've seen as many times <laughs> as I've seen X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, God. <laughs> I wish that was a joke. Yeah, I wish too. I... <laughs> My heart's breaking. Guys, there's a reason that I run this podcast, and it's so I can watch movies other than X-Men Origins Wolverine and Dan in real life. 
I'm losing the will to live like Padme from a broken heart. (laughs) (laughs) Wesley, what makes Adam Driver's day so good before Wallace ruins it? You failed to pick the correct answer saying that it was red meat. You said that he got engaged. What? This is when he, they are sitting at their breakfast table in front of the oven. And oh, Adam Driver yes, exclaims he, he to sex. God. Yes. <laughs> he exclaims one of the greatest lines in cinema. I just had sex and I'm about to eat nachos. <laughs> what, Sells what I appreciate that... about Adam Driver's comedy is he's always delivering it completely deadpan. Almost <laughs> angry. <laughs> He has lived life in this character for so long. <laughs> yes. Ah, fuck. That just I really have to do Logan Lucky on this show because I Adam Driver's performance in it is incredible. <laughs> we could just have an Adam Driver season. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I like this. Our favorite male actor season. <laughs> You're just going to make me watch episode nine again. (laughs) But this time I want you to look for all the good parts. (laughs) I need you to really look at the nuance of Driver's performance as Ben Solo. And I want you to answer the question, was Han a force ghost or not? (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking know. Multiple choice. What do Alan and his wife do after convincing Chantry and Wallace to skinny dip? This is the part of the movie that you felt compelled enough to text me about at 6 o'clock in the morning. My time. Yeah, because I get that they were both into each other. Like For those of you who are here for spoilers, here's the big spoiler. They're, mm-hmm. so they're supposed to be friends because... Zoe Kazan's character is in a relationship, a five-year relationship. Very mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. But they they have feelings for each other, and it's very clear that Daniel Radcliffe's character does, and it's alluded to multiple times that uh, Zoe Kazan's character does. And they... Uh, the Adam Driver and I don't know who the... I could not tell you either the character's name or the actress's name. I have been calling her the woman who is in the San Junipero episode of Black Mirror. (laughs) They go skinny dipping just on a whim when the four of them are having like a fire on the beach. And then Daniel Radcliffe and Zoe Kazan are just like, oh, let's go swimming too. And then proceed to take off all of their clothes right next to each other. And I'm like, okay, this is they're doing this because they're actually secretly into each other, blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like there's... I don't know any friends who would, where at least one of them is secretly into the other person, would go mm-hmm. out of their, would take that big of a leap. Like, yeah. he's biding his time the whole, the whole time. He's, like, trying to pace himself and, like... I mean, I she is the one who instigates it. 
Well, she just says, let's go for a swim, and then they both proceed to take off all their clothes. They could just go for a swim in their underwear. (laughs) But you are ignoring the even weirder part where she says, I'll look if you look. And I'm like, I don't think anyone has ever said that to anyone. (laughs) Yeah, unless you're like six. (laughs) (laughs) You're six with your friend at the public pool. (laughs) Yeah. The locker room. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was the weirder part. The weirder part to me is like this scene is supposed to be like the one that establishes like their close physical intimacy. When I think there was a much more successful scene of that earlier in the movie in the changing room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and of course, it's just like a terrible, terrible way to try and get these two together. And I mean, it backfires in the story. Mm hmm. What I yeah, what I am glad about in the movie is that it does not work and it mm-hmm. actively makes things worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. There's it's moments like that that make th- me just a little frustrated because like I, as someone who's been in situations before, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I've been into a friend who is not into me, pretty much high school. <laughs> hey, folks, have you ever been in high school? This movie feels a lot like that. Like, it's, I just felt like it was inauthentic at times. They yeah. were taking too big of leaps. Yeah. When it's not being twee, it's a little too bold. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say about that scene it's just like it's like the it is the climax of the movie i think (laughs) or at least it's the biggest problem yeah i don't know i think maybe the pro the climax is probably wallace goes to dublin yeah i'm getting punched yeah because then follows the denouement (laughs) the denouement (laughs) one of my favorite words so for that open uh so Moving out of uh, moving out of multiple choice, you received zero points. So you're still at two. Okay. So going to open ended. You can't uh, hurt what me. Happens to, <laughs> <laughs> what happens to Wallace when he chases Chantry to Dublin? We've already talked about it, so I figured we'd just talk about this one. He gets punched in the face by Chantry's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Has a really good fall down a very long staircase. Yeah. Lots of injuries in this. <laughs> I mean, Ben falling out the window was also well choreographed, too. Oh, yeah, I didn't... Did I skip that true or false question? I did, yeah. Uh, which of these things doesn't happen when Wallace meets Ben for the first time? Uh, ben falls out a second-story window. Wallace gets fired. Chantry meets Wallace's ex. And Chantry's sister tries to have sex with Wallace. Uh, the only thing that doesn't happen is that Wallace gets fired. Uh, I don't think he could get fired from his shitty job. Yeah. Yeah. No. They, uh... Yep. Ben falling out that window is is so shocking. But I think the part that sticks with me is the fact that a grown adult man, while cutting peppers, casually touches his own eyes. (laughs) Yeah. 
And this isn't like a grown man in their 20s where I could believe that happening. This is like... He's like in his mid to late 30s. Yeah, late 30s. (laughs) (laughs) He looks considerably older than everyone else. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is the point, but still. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chantry's sister really wants to fuck Wallace. Yes, and I seriously thought that's the direction it was all going to go. And I thought would be most realistic that he would just be like, I, I just I'll need settle to move for on. this. Yeah, I need to move <laughs> on. But uh, whatever. Uh, and the, one of my favorite bits with Chantry's sister is when they're on the beach together. And she just goes, look how pregnant I can make myself look. Yeah. <laughs> they, <I was> like, <laughs> they have a very authentic sister relationship. Yeah. That felt real. It is one of the nicer parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chantry meets Wallace's ex. So weird that that scene happens. It is a bizarre scene. Yeah. And I feel like it's like a... There's so much there as well Mm -hmm. that could have been explored, and then it's never touched on again. Like, it's just trauma for Wallace. Yeah. That isn't really ever inspected or unpacked. He just moves on. Right. And we learn that he, all he, he's the dumper in every relationship. So it's like, we, he never, we never dig into why that is or like, I feel like he doesn't That's... he doesn't do a lot of growth, emotional growth in this. No, yeah, I I was thinking about that. He doesn't He doesn't grow. The only part where he quote unquote grows is after he yells at his nephew. He decides to go get a real job as a doctor again. Yeah. Does not have... <laughs> Yeah. And then does do that, which I will also talk about because it's not very believable. <laughs> Uh, and I liked his ex-girlfriend. She seemed she seemed fine, other than the whole cheating bit. <laughs> Honestly, if you're making out with your professor, then uh, you're. I, I would I would also consider you dead. To me. <laughs> Fair enough. I think you're right. Uh, all right. Moving on back to open-ended. What is an Elvis's famous fool's gold sandwich? I was genuinely shocked that you got zero ingredients correct. I've never heard of this before. And frankly, it sounds disgusting. Absolutely (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) So for the audience's sake. I find it so hard to believe that anyone eats this thing. (laughs) For the audience's sake, uh... Wesley, go ahead and tell them what's in Elvis's Fool's Gold Sandwich. And yes, this is a very important part of this movie. You take a loaf of bread, a full loaf, <laughs> and you smear butter all over it. And you bake it. So far, fine. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is, we're making a butter burger. Mm-hmm. They, you cut it in half, and then you scoop out the, the inner breads until it's just the crust. Jimmy John style. Yeah. And then you empty full jars of jelly into one half of the loaf and then a full jar of peanut butter into the other half. 
It's disgusting uh, to watch, but I was like, fine, I guess. It seems like the bread to innards ratio is going to be really <laughs> off. It's the, the squishiest uh, sandwich you've ever eaten in your life. <laughs> but then you have to put, you have to throw in <laughs> bacon on top of, in, in between, and it's just, I could not imagine what that tastes like. <laughs> it sounds awful. I am down with it if the ratio is changed. <laughs> you would try peanut butter, jelly, bacon. Yeah, I would. Because I've had bacon jam. Bacon and fruit, solid combination. <clears throat> bacon and peanut butter is actually the slightly dicier combination to me i don't think that those go together super well i have had it before though because there's that one burger restaurant in madison it's like over by the Capitol. i can't remember what it's called but they have an elvis burger which is burger peanut butter bacon bananas because the peanut butter bacon banana things the other elvis combo which i thought you would say it's I, I, I would agree that the peanut butter bacon taste would be strange and foreign, but it's the wetness of jelly <laughs> mixed with bacon <laughs> mm-hmm. that I well, would the thing not about, like. The thing about the jelly and bacon is I would prepare it differently. You chop up the bacon uh, and then start pan frying that and then take it off the heat Heat up the jelly, use it to candy the bacon. Mm. Does that sound more appealing to you? I could eat that, I, I suppose, yeah. Everyone follow me on Instagram if you want to see me cook this up in a way that I think would be tasty. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, the Elvis's Fool's Gold Sandwich is the uh, gift of the Magi present that they hand to each other at the end of the movie. I have no idea what the gift of the Magi is. <laughs> 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 All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm about to tell you the story. The Gift of the Magi. Incredibly famous short story, I think, from the 1800s. It's that story about the poor couple that want to get gifts for each other. The man wants to get a comb for his wife, and the woman, it changes in different tellings of the story, uh, wants to get like uh, an engraved an engraving or something for the husband's briefcase. I think that's what it is. Um, but in order to pay for the gifts for the other person, the husband uh, sells the briefcase and the wife cuts off all her hair. So they give each other these gifts that are like useless to each other, which is then parodied in things like SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, where there are those two fish on TV in the box episode <laughs> where the husband goes, I didn't know what to get you. So I got you. This box. Oh. And then the woman goes, That's what I got you! I didn't realize that was a parody of anything. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> so they give each other the same presents in Elvis's Fold Cold Sandwich. Uh, thank you, everyone, for taking this long trip with me. Uh, I actually have to go. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ethan, for uh, providing, for being our short story anal- analyst. <laughs> short story summarist. <laughs> Uh, my next open-ended question, what causes Ben and Chantry to break up? You said that he gets stopped at customs in the IRA water board. <laughs> I would leave someone for that. <laughs> <laughs> they break up because 
he has agreed before consulting her to uh, spend another six months in Eurasia. <laughs> and I did not think you would cling on to that bit. <laughs> <laughs> and she is, is torn about taking a promotion with and Wallace and uh, she's been hating distance with Ben as well. So she's she's upset that he is inconsiderate. Yeah. No. I think what I appreciated is that it was like a pretty natural reason for a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had thought that he cheated on her and it was just one of those stories. Mm-hmm. And maybe he did, but it that's not the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And then lastly, this is the one I'm most impressed with you uh, for. It is the, what is it and why hadn't you seen it? Because as we walked into this, you were like, I have truly no idea what this movie could be about. But you provided me with the summary. Daniel Radcliffe meets a girl with an incredibly pretentious name, so pretentious that I can't remember it. (laughs) She is currently dating someone when he meets her. His best friend or roommate gets engaged and Daniel Radcliffe spends most of the movie trying to get over his feelings for this girl. He's going to make his move once that relationship ends. I have no choice but to give you the full two points. <laughs> That's the full synopsis of this movie. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> wow. I feel good today. Because... <laughs> <laughs> But you were like, Ugh, I don't know. And I was like, oh, man, maybe I, maybe I wrote this quiz badly. And then you proceeded to give me the exact synopsis of the movie, and I had to not break. <laughs> There's not a lot to this movie plot-wise. It's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then the screen grab. Uh, I don't know if you want to pull that up. It's been a while since I said to do. We've sent a few messages back and forth since. I can't remember what it even was. Um, it is the only oh, dream sequence in the movie. Yeah, the part that takes you out of it and completely. <laughs> yeah, her her sister is making her move on Wallace, and, and... she's so good at flirting. Let me make it very oh. clear: <laughs> Delilah is so good at flirting. She's it's horrendous. <laughs> And they're kissing in her car, and then we see Zoe Kazan's character appear, but it's really just his conscience telling him not to do it because if he has sex with her sister, she'll never have sex with him. Which yeah, fair, and then, do you know? <laughs> makes sense. I'm not. Uh, I'm not too sure how it would work for a pair of sisters, but if my brother had sex with someone, I don't think I would want to have. Uh, relationship with them well ethan i have something to break to you <laughs> <laughs> and it might ruin your marriage you've had sex with my brother <laughs> and you <laughs> no <laughs> i'm wiener cousins with my brother this is a nightmare uh do you remember what happens at the moment after the screenshot that i took uh yeah uh wall says hey you're nice but i can't do this and then she pushes him out of her car and says i can't believe i got a brazilian for this 
Oh, no, I just meant that Chantry explodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> into a cloud of smoke. Yes. <laughs> it is the frame after <laughs> the one that I sent you. It's, uh, yeah, the, the whole dream sequence part is strange because, again, there's been... There was nothing like this before or after. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the only one. <laughs> and to see Zoe Kazan explode <laughs> is bizarre. Cause she's a she really only does like grounded projects that I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I remember watching this movie a second time, not remembering that this scene happens yeah. at all. It starts and I went, What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Is this a dream? But it, he's not asleep. Right. It it takes you completely out of it. It's yeah, it doesn't work. Um, I gave you two points because you said Daniel Radcliffe was in a car consoling someone who is crying or giving him a hickey. Yeah. Well. Yeah, kind of the latter. <laughs> There's a lady outside waving her arms and she has phantom limbs because they're in mid motion. <laughs> uh She's yelling at him because he professed his love to the girl waving her arms. I don't know, man. It's mean <laughs> to make you guess what's going on in a movie that you haven't seen. Yeah. It's a good joke that uh, keeps on giving every time I say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Our studio audience eats it up. They love that shit. And let's do these bonus questions. All right. Open-ended question number one. I slightly alluded to it earlier. Let's see if you can remember what it is at all. What does Wallace do for work? He writes user manuals for something. I do not know what it's for, but it's like user manuals. You got it. Uh, they cut him off every time he's about to say what they are for. <laughs> I would have also accepted, uh, I don't know, man. What he does is so fucking boring. It's not worth remembering. <laughs> Honestly, everyone's dogging him for it, but I'm like, someone has to do it. (laughs) I saw him doing it this movie, and I was like, oh, man, I wonder how much I could get paid to do that. Yeah, I'd probably be pretty good at it. It sounds like probably drama-free work, and you probably don't have to take your work home with you. So No, how truly, how much work politics could there be writing user manuals? I'm thinking not a lot. Yeah. Especially if you don't care that much about your job. Absolutely. Oh, that's my fucking dream right now. <laughs> All right, my multiple choice bonus question. If you get it right without me listing the options, I'll give you two points. What movie does Wallace watch with his nephew while babysitting? Oh, uh, The Thing. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I like that bit. Yeah. My fake options were The Princess Bride, because they watch that later in the movie. I thought that might confuse you. Monsters, Inc. and Monsters vs. Aliens. I thought it was Monsters vs. Aliens. Their Christmas special. <laughs> I, heard, I heard Seth Rogen. Man, do you remember when Monsters vs. Aliens was like a big thing? It was. It had like Burger King toys. It yeah. was all over the place. And they did have a Christmas a TV special yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I've never seen it. It can't be good, right? No, I never saw it is either. That, I, I, is it, that like, a it kept in getting it? pushed. <laughs> it kept getting pushed at us, and I'm like, I'm not biting. <laughs> it looks so ugly. 
And I've watched Megamind now. <laughs> Three times. A movie I often mix up with Monsters vs. Aliens. It would be fun for us to cover Monsters vs. Aliens and hear how much more you like it than Megamind. We could make a whole season on bad space animated movies. We can include yeah, Mars we Needs Moms. We could... <laughs> Planet 51. Yeah. Home. What's the 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 chimpanzee astro- astronaut one? I think it's just called Space Chimps. <laughs> space Chimps. <laughs> I could do Space Chimps because I've seen 15 minutes of Space Chimps. <laughs> I've only seen one scene of Space Chimps. It, it sucks. <laughs> It's pretty bad. True or false, Wallace apologizes to his nephew after yelling at him. Uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> his nephew asks him if he can help him with something. Wallace screams at him. And then we never see his nephew again. <laughs> no, he apologizes to his sister. Yeah. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I also had this note uh, for the end of this quiz, and I was like, Daniel Radcliffe kisses so weird. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you clocked it, but it, it was bizarre to me. Yeah. But at the same time, it felt authentic. It, it seemed like Daniel Radcliffe is not a very handsome guy. I disagree, but continue. I don't find him particularly handsome. But he... He looks like if if I didn't immediately immediately recognize his face, mm. like he could pass as just like an average Joe on the street. Yeah, and I think Zoe Kazan could too. Yeah. Um, so I I, I appreciated the casting and the when they when they were kissing and I don't know it it seemed authentic. It felt normal and yeah. authentic. No, I agree with yeah. that because. It, Most people do not look good when they're kissing. <laughs> it's true. But not many people look quite as bad as that woman and Matt Damon in <laughs> Good Will Hunting. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I disagree with you that uh, Daniel Radcliffe is not it, uh, attractive. I just wanted that on record in case he listens. I want to make him feel weird in the other way. First, you call him not attractive, and then I do call him attractive. So he'll never want to come on this show. Fuckable. Absolutely fuckable. Not attractive. (laughs) How do you feel about the whole Adam Driver thing? I know we appreciate him as an actor, but remember back when everyone wanted to fuck Adam Driver? If they don't still do? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that something that's been a part of celebrity for... (laughs) Yeah generations <laughs> this is this is not this is not our wheelhouse of conversation yeah. <laughs> what we should be talking about is whether or not adam driver would be good in a buddy comedy with chevy chase uh, the answer is no he probably could pull it off <laughs> it, it wouldn't be his fault that it would be bad let me make that part clear <laughs> adam driver is a single dad with chevy chase playing his father yeah could work I don't think it would be Adam Driver's fault that the movie's not good. Chevy Chase moves in because he's ailing. And... Yep. Yeah. Oh, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> they're both the tall, sell- too. <laughs> yeah, they're both tall. Movie sells itself, really. Yeah. It could be packaged as another Chevy Chase is back package. <laughs> yeah. You could blanket it off of, like, 
the same type of shit as Daddy's Home 2. Mm-hmm. Which is a holiday movie when the first one is not. Uh, Paramount, if you need any pitches, I'm here. No. Wesley, would you watch What If again? I think I would one more time. I don't know if this is going to be something I'll watch over and over. Like, I, I'm debating whether I consider it fine or good. That's my hardest thing with this movie, too. <laughs> because, like, it, there are a lot of good parts of it and good mm-hmm. characters. But it at the end of the day, like, my biggest issue with it was, like, why can we never just have a movie... Like, we can have a romance movie where the guy and girl just end up being friends. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would have been fine with that ending where they just, like, where Daniel Radcliffe just kind of learns that you can't just have everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would require that the male lead of a rom-com grows in some way Uh, yeah i i don't know it for someone who has had girl friends not girlfriends but friends who are girls Mm -hmm. since i was a child and ever since that started being asked by classmates oh do you like her or are you two dating or whatever (laughs) for my entire life (laughs) yeah in this movie does not help my cause (laughs) (laughs) most most of my friends are women (laughs) and it sucks because it could have helped your cause until the start of the third act yeah (sighs) yeah i kind of fall on this movie in the same way i was watching this back when I was watching a bunch of like shitty movies that I'd never heard of that were just on streaming services. Mm-hmm. And I had immediately before it watched this terrible Ashton Kutcher movie. Jobs. Uh, yeah. Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so I, I had, I go into like all of those movies ready to be disappointed or disgusted. Uh, and that this one was like funny and like yeah. kind of nice and charming. It like blew my expectations away. Yeah. Outside of that context, the movie's like somewhere in between fine and good. Yeah. For pretty much the same reasons that you say. I'll give it good solely because it does the the story it's trying to tell. It does well. I'll uh I'll I'll give you some ammunition to give it uh fine though. And it's if you're watching the credits of this movie, the first woman involved in this movie does not appear <laughs> until costume designer. Oh. It's a oh. it's a mostly male created movie, which explains a bit of it. I feel like most rom-coms are still yeah. It's so interesting to think that like culturally women are seen as the romantics but in terms of like cinema men are the ones who are creating this content i don't know yeah but i think that's just a patriarchal thing i don't need to unpack that more maybe yeah and just the the growth in uh incel (laughs) culture 
Uh, which leads me to my next question. Do you ship this couple? I guess. You wish it, you didn't have to. I mean, she broke up with Ben. Why not? Like, they, they were happy together, so yeah, I guess. Yeah. I agree with that, but to your point, it would be nice to have a movie where a man and woman could be friends. Yeah. It's the second movie I've shown you where it's the leading question of the film and the answer is no. <laughs> they cannot right. just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta fuck <laughs> they have to fucking get married after one year of living in Taiwan he finishes his doctorate program after one year of study in another country I well I could it, because they're already in the flashback they were already in like they're clinicals. Oh, yeah. So true. I, so if, was the impression I was that he was pretty close to finishing when he dropped out. I'm just not sure how credits transfer internationally. Yeah, I was more confused by he got accepted into um, a <laughs> medical school and then decided to go to Taiwan. So he would have had to re apply reapply to a Taiwanese. I don't know. And who knows how long that process is. A year is not a long time for school. Whatever. Kira always likes to say that she is disgusted by the fact that Adam Driver's character and his wife have a movie. Or have a, have a movie. Have a child at the end of the movie. <laughs> uh, I could see them being irresponsible, but. They're both so loving. Yeah. It's the other thing. Yeah. It'll be a, a warm household. Yeah. Um, when it burns the, down to the ground because someone forgot to turn off the oven. Yeah. And the, uh, the I I'm a Zoe Kazan fan as well. Okay. I know you're not. She's fine. I haven't really seen that much that she's done. I've seen her in this in The Big Sick, and I'm like, yeah, she's fine. I'm a fan. She's not going to date you. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> that's, that's super toxic. Jinxing it. <laughs> You're objectifying her, bro. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. You got then... 10 points. No, okay. 10 points. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> Uh, then I'll quiz Ethan on Rylane. <laughs> <laughs> we back in it. All right. Uh, so Rylane is a movie that I don't expect maybe anyone to have heard of. And uh, yet, fifty percent of the people I follow on Letterboxd have seen it. <laughs> it's on Hulu. Uh, so let's just get into it. True or false? Dom and Yaz meet in the men's restroom. The alternative here to me is that they meet in the women's restroom. And I feel like it is more likely to be the men's room. Here. Oh, I think I, I, think I know how this works. They're at like a bar or a club or something. 
And obviously the line to the women's room is totally backed up. Every bar I've ever been to, that is the case. And so women will tend to use the men's room. So I'll say, yes, true. They meet in the men's room of a bar or a club. And of course, uh, Ethan here is upholding the gender binary. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) This movie is made in 2023, but I think that it will starkly uphold strong Christian traditions. In Britain. (laughs) This is a British movie? Yes, it is. Uh, Did they make those? (laughs) The entire movie takes place in one day, true or false? Oh, that's crazy. False. It's too fast. I don't want that. Okay. I feel like it's rare that movies take place in one. Okay. Ferris Bueller, two days. Lord of the Rings. Breakfast Club, two days. (laughs) Lord of the Rings, one day. Mm -hmm. Just a long day. Yaz wanted to be Elton John when she grew up. True or false? True, True. Who doesn't? Who's not trying to make that crocodile rock? Arguably one of his worst songs. Uh, <laughs> is it arguable? I think it just is. <laughs> Yaz loves to have all of her butter at the bottom of popcorn, so it's like pudding. True or oh. false? <laughs> it's revolting. <laughs> I'm not like a fan of popcorn, but this certainly doesn't bring me onto its side. <laughs> True. All right. Dom's and Yaz's exes start dating each other. True. Oh, is this going to be a fake dating movie? I love fake dating as a concept. It's one of my favorite romance tropes. Okay. They're going to start dating each other to try to make their exes jealous. Mm-hmm. And then, true or false, Yaz's boyfriend broke up with her. Ex, what a woman who eats popcorn pudding be the dumper or the dumpy? I will say that she is the dumper. Okay. So false. Yeah. All right. A popcorn pudding woman knows what she wants. Multiple choice. What reason does Yaz give for breaking up with her boyfriend? Sick. All right. I nailed it. <laughs> A, he cheated on her with her best friend. Mm-hmm. B, he doesn't wave at people on boats. C, he doesn't say cheese when getting his picture taken. Or D, he screams when they have sex. I like the boat waving answer. But I'm going to go with no cheese in photos. Don't love a guy who does that. Just smile for pictures. What are you, 10 years old? Grow up. He says he he doesn't say cheese. He doesn't say cheese. All the more reason to break up with him. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so you're saying people should just say cheese. People should say cheese. Okay. What about cheese cheese, curds? Say cheese and die. (laughs) What about cheese curds? Cheese curds. Well, then it, when the photo's taken, your mouth looks like a... <laughs> Cheese curds. Cheese <laughs> What reason does Dom give for breaking up with his ex? A, she cheated on him with his best friend. 
B, she doesn't wave at people on boats. Oh, shit. C, she doesn't say cheese when getting her picture taken. Or D, she screams when they have sex. Um... Now I'm picking boats. Okay. Boats. I think a man is much more likely to break up with a woman for not waving <laughs> at people on boats. Are you serious? We're done. Fuck. Wait, there's no fucking time. <laughs> Where did Dom take his ex for their anniversary date? A, a rented out movie theater. B, a rented out fast food restaurant. C, a rented out haunted house. Or D, a rented out laser tag place. Two of these are cool, and two of them are normal. Haunted you imagine house. which one's not <laughs> it's, normal. it's normal. <laughs> rented out. Fast food place is so funny. Babe, we got the whole Arby's to ourselves. <laughs> No line at the counter. <laughs> <laughs> the two teenagers working behind the counter are just there for us. Watching they turn the us. drive-thru off. <laughs> so you're going with that one? <laughs> How many popcorn triangles do you want? Um, no, I'm going to go with laser tag. All right. I think that he might be a touch childish. Not that me renting out a laser tag arena would be out of character. (laughs) Why do Yaz and Dom go to Yaz's ex's mom's house? Jesus Christ. So they go to her (laughs) ex-boyfriend's mom's house. house. Yeah. A, they want to do a panty raid. Panty raid. (laughs) Was waiting for that. B, they want to steal her son's apartment key. C, they want to take pictures in her son's childhood bedroom. Mm -hmm. Or D, they want to try to make his entire family hate him. This is a comedy. Take pictures of his childhood bedroom. Okay. Hey, dipshit, I'm going to panty raid your mom. (laughs) (laughs) suck it suck it dude you're so fucking lame i can't believe you let me steal your mom's underwear (laughs) a real man protects his mom's underwear money 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 money. (laughs) why did dom's best friend eric get fired from his job a he was caught masturbating b he was peeing in bottles daryl C. <laughs> Daryl's at work. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> C. He kept making out with customers. Or D. He had sex with every co worker. Why does he get fired? Yeah. Bottle P. Okay. Shout out to my man D. <laughs> Daryl, if you're listening, I know you're not. Oh, Someone in Iowa that. is, though. If you are one of the 10 Iowan downloads over the past week, Welcome to the family. You do have to get jumped in by watching Corbin Blues jump in. Do you know he wrote, direct, and produced that movie? It's a lot for a teenager, but yeah. he can do anything. Um, Open-ended questions. 
Where are some of the places that Dom and Yaz go together? Uh, they'll go to like uh, a river or canal to wave at boats. They're going to go to, obviously, Yaz's ex's mom's house. <laughs> we all know this. They're going to go to... Uh, They're going to go to Buckingham Palace. <laughs> They're just tourists. Okay. To make funny faces at the palace guards to see if I can make them laugh. <laughs> but I was too tired to think of anything funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the big grand gesture? Big grand gesture is going to be... Uh... It's going to be that thing that was trending like just before the pandemic where they like rented out a movie theater and they stitched in like (laughs) something to the movie that was playing and it was rented out. Like, remember, (laughs) you remember this? I do. The the Sleeping Beauty stitched in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be that. It's going to be uh, obviously a flash mob. <laughs> and you're hitting all the hits. Uh, or they're going to they're gonna, they're going to murder their exes together. What is this horrible bosses? <laughs> Does that happen? No. I've never seen Horrible Bosses. I've only heard it's one of the greatest movies ever made. I've only seen the first 10 minutes of Horrible <laughs> Bosses. And I've only watched the entire sequel. Uh, who calls the other one first? Yaz or Dom? I've said it before and I've said it again. Yaz is a woman who knows what she wants. She'll call Dom first. Okay. Do Dom and Yaz but if get... I get- but if I get an alternate answer, it could still get points for it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll give you three chances. <laughs> uh, do Dom and Yaz get together in the end? You were just talking about how you wish there were more movies where that didn't happen. So I'm going to guess that they do get together in this oh, one because those movies oh. simply don't exist. Uh, so, yes, they will get together at the end. Okay, they do get together. should probably do another sync <laughs> after the quiz. All right. And what do you know about this movie? And why haven't you seen it? I haven't seen this movie because it's too new. Uh, and as you mentioned with the Palm Springs quiz, Hulu does not promote any media that is released on their platform. <laughs> it is always a secret. But what happens in this movie? Uh, Dom, short for Dominic, and Yaz, short for Yasmin, are not two. That down. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the points. <laughs> Uh, they are two recently single um, individuals 
from London who are looking to get back into the dating scene because they have seen that their exes are dating. They know each other from like being with their ex and they're, they're kind of into each other and they decide to fake date to make their exes jealous even though they are both the dumpers. They want to make sure that the ones that they had dumped feel bad. Um, they will pull a variety of pranks on said exes and grow closer as time moves on. And their fake dating will become a real dating. A, a real dating. <laughs> hey, you come to my house. We do a real dating. <laughs> I'll show you what a real dating is. <laughs> It's a fuck. You watching me, <laughs> me take off my shirt? I make a beautiful cacio e pepe. <laughs> I burn myself on the hot butter. <laughs> Let's I'll do scream. this. I look at you. You look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait at the moonlight. We go to the Seattle beach at the middle of night where it's very cold. <laughs> You're always in your accent. I'm going Jamaican. <laughs> I'm going Jar Jar. Misa go Jar Jar. All right. Why wasn't Jar Jar in the Godfather Part 2? <laughs> All right. I'm going to send you the screen grab. I'd rather you didn't. Where so what we have here is you drunkenly all caps messaging me, assuming that I'm back on Twitter, <laughs> which I am not, but I do need to delete my account, and I keep forgetting to do that. All right, I sent you the screen grab. Uh, we've both been here. My lactose intolerant homies. <laughs> we all know what this is like. <laughs> So what we have here is a man with blue over-the-head headphones in a toilet stall sobbing. There's some writing on the stall that says, Nat has herpes. I do not think that that is relevant to the plot. (laughs) I'll say that this is... think this is dumb from what i've seen of the poster of this movie in a tiny thumbnail don't think this is the lead this isn't dumb eh, fuck it i'll say it's dumb because <laughs> you've, you've challenged me and i'll immediately back down no i just i thought you said it was dumb and then you were like i don't think no this no is I, I i don't think that it's dumb okay it's not dumb yeah i'll say that it's not dumb uh, he had too much chili and he's taking a big dookie and it hurts. The lighting of the scene would make you think that it's sad. <laughs> uh, he, he, this is a moment where this character found out someone's cheating on them. 
and someone will open the door and console them. This is the beginning of the movie. Okay. I just think it'd be really funny if the shot opened on this. Like, the, the movie opens on this shot. And you hear him crying. And there's, like, just the sound of the worst diarrhea you've ever heard. <laughs> but you find out that that's not him. It's the person of the next song. <laughs> Having a completely unrelated bad time. <laughs> The the movie begins with the 20th Century Fox intro, but it's... <laughs> I was doing Universal. <laughs> I am 28 years old, and... And my sense of humor is that of an eight-year-old child. What eight-year-old child would be able to tell you what the 20th Century Fox theme is? Uh, current children who know it as 20th Century Studios. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's sync real quick. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan. Nine. Me. Twenty. You can find this week's movie on Hulu. On Blue Sky, you can follow Ethan at Ethan Goose and me at Westwee. You can follow Ethan on Letterboxd at eGeese. And you can follow me on Letterboxd at baby west we and remember zoe kazan doesn't know me and will never love me and that's what people should say hmm. word Bye. for the wise <laughs> we all have to learn this lesson someday <laughs>